You're listening to the Oiled Up Podcast, and I'm your host, Armando Caba. Happy Jesus is resurrected from the dead weekend, whatever. You know, we got the bunnies laying eggs. Everything makes fucking sense, because whatever. Fuck it. So today's episode, we are going to be diving into the controversial subject of AI art and artificial intelligence. Um, I just want to start up top with this episode and say that this opinion of mine is most likely going to change in the future with more info that comes to light and seeing how AI is being used and blah, blah, blah. So this is not a, you know, final opinion, but more, I guess, how a painter feels regarding the AI art movement. And also, we can't have this discussion without talking about capitalism and also elitism, which comes into the art world. So... Let's fucking kick it off and get into fucking AI art. So if you're someone who, I guess, is not plugged into technology at all or doesn't have access to the news, AI art is basically what exactly it sounds like. Art that has been generated from artificial intelligence through these programs like Dolly, uh, Stable Diffusion, and I believe Midjourney is the other one. I don't know the complexities of these programs, but basically what it is is that you type in a prompt and it generates a series of images based on that prompt. And for a lot of people, this is becoming a very, very touchy subject, specifically for creators, and understandably why. Um, Right off the bat, do I think AR art is art? I'm going to say no, because art... That's a fucking tough definition to say, man. Like, there are people still in school trying to define that shit. And, you know, AI art, I find personally, it's fucking boring. You know, I the images that are produced to me are just kind of like content filler, to be honest with you. You know, when you see these TikToks where it's always like, oh, if Aphrodite came from different countries, what would that look like? And it tends to be the most, like, boring fucking highly rendered shit you've ever seen like oh aphrodite in canada has beavers for titties and maple syrup for pubes and then like uk aphrodite has like crumpets for titties and like marmite for pubes and so on and so forth it's it's not exciting i mean to an artist it doesn't communicate anything to me sure you can at the click of a button you have these images that are being fucking generated like on the fly but in my opinion i've always seen it as a tool But of course, thanks to, you know, tech bros and other individuals, it ends up becoming art itself, quote unquote. Now, AI generated art, as much as it's a mainstream subject now, it kind of peaked its head in early on, like many years ago, like I wouldn't say a decade ago, but getting there because there was this moment where they had a machine that produced a portrait and it was the first AI generated image, I believe it went on auction at one point. And let me tell you, that image looked like dog shit. Like, it looked like it was supposed to be, I believe, a portrait inspired by Rembrandt or to replicate a Rembrandt painting. And at the end of the day, it looked like, you know, you ever fart too fucking hard on a night out while wearing white underwear? Happens to the best of us, but that's what that portrait looked like. You know, we were all kind of like, huh, all right. Like, we're clearly like, not there yet, but now with today's climate, with AI and such, we're clearly there. We clearly made it. So there's a lot to say. I mean, I feel like my mind is always bip, zip, zap, bopping around 
with where I want to go with this, but already I want to say the big point that this is a tool. This I see this as a tool. Uh, when I first heard about these image generators, I thought, oh, this is going to be great for people who want to use references to say like, hey, I want this object set with this light, maybe holding it like this or, you know, a person in this type of pose generated. So you have what is a reference. Essentially, you create an image or something that you are eventually going to improve upon because of your practice and your knowledge of the subject. The same goes for when, like, you look at, like, chat GPT and such. Sure, it writes, like, a, you know, whatever. If you say, like, a five-paragraph thing explaining a certain subject, you would look at that, and if you have any knowledge of writing, you'd look at it and say, well, okay, this is an interesting base, but I need to improve this. Like, this is not the end-all, be-all. And I think that's where a big problem is now, where a lot of people view it as the end-all, be-all, being like, oh, the computer did it copy paste we're done and that's how we have very stale for lack of a better term content we have stale writing we have stale art you know it's it's a tool and it's not new that tools like this and technology have been introduced to artists look at you know paints themselves i see paint as a form of tech because back in the day before we had tubes and art stores and all that you had to go and know a guy at a market to get pigments and fucking mix all that shit up with other stuff to get your paint. So to be an artist and a painter back in the day, you had a common understanding of basic chemistry to know how to make your materials. And now I can go to a store. I buy a tube of red that with tons of other reds, which I find is the closest red that I want. But even when I mix it on my palette, I don't use it straight out of the tube. I mix it with other colors. It's close. It saves me a shit ton of time from being fucking Heisenberg, Walter White in my studio, mixing a bunch of shit. And I can get to the main part of my, I guess, if you want to call it a job, to paint. It's supposed to streamline these things. And unfortunately, we're not using it to streamline mundane work but more so it's replacing all the creative shit and that's fucked up and that makes us feel like we are in an episode of black mirror and that it's a dystopian nightmare and it fucking sucks and that's why things led by tech bros be wary (laughs) always be wary of that shit now this is not me knocking on people if you still want to mix your paint cool go for it it's the same thing with canvases we can buy canvases now that are already pre-stretched before, you had to have a lumber guy, and then you had to go find out if you would go to, let's say, someone who worked with fabrics, or even a tanner, if you want to use fucking leather. You had to go to a bunch of shit, and then assemble the motherfucker in your studio, and then paint it. And there are some people, this is where the elitism comes in, and I think of the academy, and all that being like, oh, it brings a different look, the quality is higher, bah, 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 bah. Like, it, 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 if you're depending so much on the tool rather than the artist like that for me i i disagree with like you know cool you use like rabbit skin glue to fucking make your painting fine it's kind of like just because you enjoy butter you know if you want to go churn your own fucking butter knock yourself out but there are days where i'm just going to go to the grocery store and get my own fucking butter and that's how i want to do it so you know not one this is where it gets complicated like this argument of like one is better than the other But anyways, so tech and art, I mean, especially with machines, 
it's not a new concept, of, as I said. And also, artists have used, you know, quote-unquote robots. One that comes to mind is that, uh, maybe some of you have seen it, it's that mechanical arm that is pulling a bunch of, like, this dark red liquid towards itself. Uh, the artist is Sun Juan and Peng Yu. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. It's an installation that was shown at the Venice Biennale back, I believe, in, like, 2016 2019 and the piece was called can't help myself and it was this sealed off room where you had in the center this mechanical like kind of like not like squeegee arm that would just be pulling this liquid towards itself and it needed this liquid in order to operate and also you had on the walls like this these marks of this red fluid which almost made you think like something bad has happened and that in itself brings us to the main theme of this of making it feel human and that's what separates it from you know ai art looking at that piece there's something about survival something bad happened here there is a reaction to a you know what we believe to be a tragedy or an event that took place that is very much a human reaction plus this is something made by artists i feel this piece would not exist if it was made by two guys sitting around in silicon valley who did lsd for the first time it'd be a very different story I believe that no matter how, you know, advanced we get with these image generators and such, it's never going to replace that human touch for art. I know it is going to change the way jobs happen. Like, for example, the camera. When we had the introduction of photography, a lot of artists lost their jobs. You had a lot of people who used to illustrate advertisements for products and such, you know, that we would see, like the old school ones, you know, for like alcohol shoes and shit like that was a big deal we're now oh we can just take photos of the object itself show it to our consumer as opposed to having an artist draw what we wanted them to draw same thing goes for portrait painters man we lost you know a lot of gigs because then people didn't have the money to pay for an artist to hang out all day and they didn't have the time either to sit down you know three four hours a day to be painted so photography came in and it changed the landscape but it also pushed artists to express themselves differently and that's why we had as and i'm referencing here a really good video if you want to watch it uh by the canvas on youtube it pushed artists to express into the mode of modernity that era that type of like now we moved into a form of ex abstraction we moved to a different way of painting you did have the fucking hyper realist painters which i want to talk about for like a split second because i got to knock you guys down because jesus christ talk about a group of artists who are competing still with a camera i don't know what happens where you woke up and you saw a nikon camera and your first reaction was it's trying to take my goddamn job and it wants to fuck my wife so i'm gonna go paint a reflection of a raindrop within another raindrop on a piece of transparent tissue paper on a cold Coke can to show I'm better than the machine. That to me is just like, wow. You know, it is just these pissing contests of these types of art where all you can say about that type of art is like, wow, it looks like a photo. And it stops there. And for me, you know, coming to this argument of humanity and the human side of things, that art isn't interesting to me it's not at all and it's the same thing when it comes to ai art like sure you see these big vast scenes people generate but it's not it's not exciting you know it doesn't blow my socks off it doesn't resonate because it's not communicating a human element it's not communicating a human emotion it's not 
our reaction to a certain system or place or moment in time or a certain, you know, uh, an event that has happened to us that we can all relate to on a very much, on a profound level. It's just like, here's, you know, a big titty warrior babe riding a bear on the mountainside. Like, wow, yeah, it's like every blade of grass is completely rendered. And, you know, of course we have the argument of the hands are always fucked up, which is interesting that the hands are fucked up, but they've gotten better with the hands. But yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't resonate. And then, you know, I, I don't want to, I'm going to tread lightly here in this next part towards illustrators because illustrators are going to be the ones who take a big hit, unfortunately, because illustrators, you guys, your work is the shit to me. Like you guys do things that I can't do the way that you can basically take an idea and transform it into a 2d piece from scratch is insane is absolutely nuts and you know when you look at illustration yes we see advertisements posters but also you know look at like comic books graphic novels you have illustrators working on that same thing when you have them for for coming up with game ideas those concept arts those are fucking illustrators that is human touch and i feel now with ai and all this shit it is going to take away a lot from that part of the industry unfortunately but I am curious to see where that goes. How is that going to evolve? And my next quite like, well, not question. My next fucking statement here is going to be that if you can, always pay for a human artist. You know, always. And this comes to the next point of Lens App. You know, we all saw that like little thing that happened. What was it like? Four months ago now, maybe five, where everyone had those like AI generated portraits and uh, I get it it was exciting I never did it I didn't realize that you guys actually paid to have those things done so for people who don't know how the app worked is that it was an AI that was trained on databases of tons of images and you take like I think 10 or 20 selfies and then it would generate within like seconds your portrait like these very these digital portraits of whatever style you wanted and you had to pay to access them. And this came to where you saw a really big pushback from the artist community against AI. Understandably, because, you know, if you can pay money for an artist, pay money to an artist. And also you can't say, well, there's no demand for it. Clearly there is because so many people use this. We all love art. But, you know, we tend to undermine artists all the time. And I think that's... Even from myself, it's not even a question to think, it's what I feel of that's why we're all frustrated, is that it's just continually undermining artists and come back to fucking capitalism, because the people who are going to use this now are big industries, they're going to be cutting them, cutting off artists, reducing contracts, saying, well, why would I pay you if I could just fucking type it in to a goddamn text prompt? And that sucks, and that fucking sucks, because being an artist already is hard enough as it is. Even though we don't have to go to a market and find like a pigment guy. And fucking grind things up and, you know, start, you know, fucking around with flammable substances in the studio. Now, another conversation that comes up with this is the ethics of all of it, you know, because I, I get it. It must suck. I haven't had my art generated. I haven't had it, you know, where someone has tried to make an Armado Cab a portrait. I'm not that famous. But I would imagine I'd be bothered. I'd be very bothered by it. I think more so that the person who typed it in 
I would feel, you know, like if they're running around saying I'm an artist now, I can do paintings like this. You're not. You know, it's the same way that when you call Uber or you make an order on Uber Eats, it doesn't make you a chef. You know, you might be really good at text prompts, but what then? What then? And you are limited to how far that tech can bring you. It's not that you're going in to retouch it by hand. You know, that's the beauty of hiring another artist when you work with them, is that if there is something that you personally want, they will do it for you. And you have this collaborative element to it. So, you know, that will always be more superior than AI art. But unfortunately, capitalism has its way of ruining everything. We are going to see industries now just relying on fucking AR-generated nonsense. And we are seeing it. I mean, look at all the fucking Balenciaga fucking things where it's like Harry Potter, Balenciaga. We, I saw a Breaking Bad one. Um, there was a, fuck, what was another one? I think they did a South Park one. They did a Marvel one. And it's all the same shit. And it's free fucking advertising. You don't have to pay anyone. The same way that, you know, artists have always argued with since AI has come out, like... They want to be paid since it's their images being referenced to. And this kind of goes into a gray area of ethics because there are artists who do fan art of existing IPs that don't pay, but they make money off of it. And I'm not trying to bash you guys at all. It's just a very complicated discussion. And it sucks that, you know, your art is being put somewhere without your consent and being generated, and that app is making money off of you, especially showing proof of, like, garbled up signatures and stuff. Like, I am on the side of artists getting paid to it, but then there are all these counter-arguments, which I think are worth thinking about. You know, like I said, you know, how do we treat fan art? I don't... Do you have to pay... I don't do fan art, but do you have to pay your original source? Do you have to write them a message that you're doing this? I, I don't know. This is why when I started off this episode, I said this is more my opinion rather than like a factual, you know, informative take. It is an informative take to an extent, but, you know, it's not the end-all, be-all take for what it is to be an artist and living in the world with AI art. Now, Lenza did get into some hot water. Let's not, uh, we can't ignore that. There was an issue where it was generating nudes for people. Which was very strange because they was doing it without their consent. They would just send clothes, clothed uh, selfies, and yet it was producing these these nudes. What do the devs have to say about this? Can you then distribute? Like, if there are people who are fucking distributing this, what the fuck do we do? It, it becomes a proper fucking mess. And these are really the problems that are coming in with AI. Same thing, you know. Do I think AI is going to replace? erotic art i don't know because when you want to paint erotic art and something that is sensual and intimate that is very much a human thing so how what does a machine know about that and that's not me you know i feel like i I, this is the moment where i got very self-conscious that i'm speaking into a machine and i feel like it's taking notes being like oh okay cabba you think i don't know how to fuck i'm gonna fuck you up like oh boy oh boy Terminator 2 vibes, but in all honesty, yeah, so when it comes to, you know, your creations, and, you know, when we're talking about erotic art, because that's what I do, even with portraiture, what does, apart from making something that looks very similar to what it is referencing, what does it know about the communication of emotion, that idea of intimacy, 
of trying to evoke a, re a reaction from the viewer rather than trying to live up to its coding and training to produce a very good representation of whatever the user typed into its prompt? I think that's a big question to ask. If you're still listening to this and you're not convinced about, you know, art being quote-unquote saved or remaining intact and standing a chance, look at how other elements in the artist field with technology have changed, but yet still the things remain. Like, for example, this is more of like going to be a little bit of a hopeful section, but look at like model drawing. Look at how now, especially what happened during lockdown, uh, that you had these online model sessions where people would pose in front of their camera in a Zoom call. I'm not sure how they did it, but there were these group sessions where people would pose and you can draw from home. And that increased accessibility because, hey, not everyone could go into a model room and stand for three hours to draw someone. Uh, not everyone has the same type of materials. It also costs money to get there. There's transport. Or even to, you know, fully have, a, to find a model on their own to come and pose for them. There was a lot of this, there's a lot of, you know, good things of accessibility and having this open to everyone. But it also, it didn't completely eliminate model sessions. I still love model sessions. I know I can go to a model session, pay whatever it is it's going to pay, but uh, it didn't completely, it didn't completely eliminate the idea of having a model in front of you. That's still something, and it is very different to what it is painting or drawing from a model online. It always will be. There is a very human element to it of your reaction with this other person here. There's a communication in terms of how are they going to pose. There's also the natural sway of the model that you really do see in person. And this is like, I'm talking about little muscle twitches. I'm talking about the model finally getting in their proper position there's that little sway seeing the shift and as time goes on that how this drawing evolves with the model more and more i don't want to say comfortable but basically finding their place in the pose if you're someone who's not an artist who is really gung-ho on ai art saying that it's so good it's so beautiful i think you have horrible taste because like i said earlier ai art sucks it's a tool it's not meant to be a final product it just shows me that you have your head in your ass and this is also you know where i have to talk about the elitism of being like well i went to school for arts i can understand art i can read art better than the average person and i don't want to sit here on this fucking high horse saying that i wish everyone had a high level of education and that art as a class was taken a lot more seriously so people can actually read art better and understand the importance of things because you know the people that say that they enjoy ai art are imagine the same people who really ride the dicks of all the hyper realist painters because if you look at a piece and you say wow i can't do that therefore it is good that is like that's a shit take like, that just shows, like, the only way you value anything of art is that it has to be better than you, and you are the center of what is good and what is bad creativity and what is bad and good forms of art. That's fucking horseshit, if you ask me, you know? So, if you're someone who gets excited over AI art, pfft, in the sense that it's it's not just seeing it as a tool or, like, a future or something, but you're like, this is it, I want this in my house, I want to have this on my screen, like, why you know why it's very lifeless you know 
it just stops at being beautiful. That's it. That's all you can say. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. That's as far as it can go. And even then, some of the compositions are fucking horseshit, man. I've seen some. The one that won that contest, there was an AI art uh, prompt that was used to win an art contest uh, not that long ago. And that painting sucks. I mean, it has that big white circle taking up the majority of it. This scene of someone on their knees where it's supposed to be like a mythical scene. It's bad. And trust me, there are other great artists out there who do what you probably like. I'm not saying your taste is horrible, but there are probably things in AI art that you enjoy that real artists are doing. And I highly suggest you go find them. Order prints from them. Follow them. Support them. If they have a Patreon, get on the Patreon. Uh, if you want to have that buy a coffee link, go buy them a coffee. Support those people. Don't just fucking type away <clears throat> into the prompts. I know you like art. Go support the artists. Come on. Like, this is, I think, going to be one of the main like yeah, the takeaways that I want for the average listeners. Go support your fave artists. Now, obviously, I'm speaking from the point of view of being a painter. AI artist's existence has not stopped me from wanting to go into this studio and to create what I create. I don't feel discouraged. I'm very confident in what I do. And I know in terms of depending on the series, whether it be my self-portraits, my realist portraits, my erotic work, I know there's something of myself that I'm putting in there and trying to communicate. Um, I did ask one of my mates on Friday before I got belligerently drunk about his opinion on AIR because he is a filmmaker. He's a director and he also works in a very commercial field of making commercials and advertisements for big companies. So I was really curious, you know, before going into like, you know, the six pint being like, hey, what are your thoughts on AIR and AI in general in regards to, you know, what you do to your creative practice? And he said right off the bat that he uses AIR to make his mood boards. And that it's a good way for him to just kind of streamline uh, part of the job that he's not too into, but just kind of helps move things a bit faster to show the clients and like, hey, this is kind of what we want to do. And he also said he uses it as a placeholder where he'll have these images that are AI generated that he even says are not fucking perfect because he hates the program since it clearly doesn't understand a lot of things yet. But he says he uses it as a placeholder, he shows the client, and then as time goes on and they start shooting, then he replaces it with actually what he's done. He has more stills, he can use his own work and stuff that he's done to further advance the story, the look of the whole story of what he wants to convey. And he, he, he it's kind of like what I said with painting, with mixing paint. It's a way to eliminate a very, what would be a boring part of that job to get more into the juicy creative parts of what you do. Now, he's not saying that he's worried about AI stealing his his job. He really sees it as a tool, and I think that's something I want all you other artists who are listening to this to kind of be reminded of and see if you can use it as a tool. See what it can do for you. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I can't predict it. And believe me, I will always be on the side of... I can't believe this... Fucking like we've hit this point. I am on the side of human art versus AI art. That that has to be stated. The last part I want to say, you know, as I mentioned about cameras changing the the whole landscape of of art. You know, where artists, especially painters, move towards you know 
these different type of art movements that we see today that are in so many different museums, I think A-Art is going to do the same here, where we're going to see artists have to express themselves differently. If you're someone in your field who just relies on beauty for beauty's sake, you're going to have to step it up. I think you're going to have to... And I'm not saying that to discourage you. I know you have it in you to do something that communicates something further than just, oh, this looks nice. There is something that, you know, you got to work on to pour yourself in there. And that's something that a machine will never take from you. I'm convinced. There will always be that human element. That's why we look at art. You know, when you have a breakup, when you're grieving, when you're going through a rough time, or if you're feeling in love and, you know, you're just full, like you're getting your dopamine receptors are going through the roof because of a wonderful event that happened. You look to art. You look to how other humans have gone through these similar experiences to have more of an understanding of it and a relatability, especially in the negative times. You know, I've looked at poems when I'm fucking sad as shit to understand like, oh, I'm not the only one who feels my heart is shattered into a million pieces or that like, I can't stop crying or that I feel a bit miserable, that this is part of what it means to be human. You know, when it's a machine, it's a machine just being told to write a story based on a database. And I don't want to see the world through the eyes of an algorithm. I want to see it through the eyes of other people. That's what makes these stories so fucking interesting. And the same goes when we look at cinema. It's the equivalent of like, Marvel movies right now, what AI art is. It's just tiring. It's lot, There's no magic behind it. It's just kind of this like flash in the pan type thing. And I feel it's going to be a trend for a little while, unfortunately. But it's also going to depend on how people react. You know, how people see it. Are they going to take to it? Are advertisements going to be like, well, now I want to buy more of this thing because they did a really cool advertisement with AI. Like, no, I'd rather see old... I want to see the return of old school shit. I want to see those old school alcohol ads, like, drawing that whole scene, kind of Mad Men style, you know, minus all the misogyny and all that shit. That, to me, I feel... There's a chance that can make a comeback. But if not, I know the what's going to have to be, you know, on the table if you want to advance in all this and not feel targeted... Uh, it's tough to say not feel targeted. You can't really control it because, like I said, I think there's a lot of people who are going to lose work and continuously be undermined due to the advancement of technology. It's really tough. It's really tough, but I think the one point I want to say to you is keep your humanity. Try to communicate that through your work. That is you know, what makes art so beautiful and stands the test of time. It's that human aspect to it. And remember, if you're someone who enjoys art, you see an artist you like, support that artist. Please support that artist if you can. You know, buy their little postcards. If they have buns, whatever it might be, please, 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 please. You know, we've been undermined long enough. And I think also AI art comes after the age of NFTs, which were a fucking annoying thing where all of a sudden it was this whole thing once again led by the tech bro saying like oh yeah this is like real art and like we don't need galleries anymore like listen newsflash right a gallery does take a lot of percentage from an artist but if this is truly your whole thing this is your like banner you're running into with saying that we want to bring more money to artists themselves you can dm any fucking artist 
if it's on social media, whatever it may be, they will most likely get back to you. Click their link tree. All you have to do is move your thumb. Click their link tree. Check out their website. Check out the shop. If you really want something that's different, shoot them a message. There's a very high chance they will talk to you. And they will give you an idea of, you know, whatever you want. The thing is, is are you comfortable with finally paying an artist? Because I know some people aren't. People have in their heads this idea of what the price should be. You know, they, you know listen to the artist. You know, don't, you know, golden rule. Don't negotiate with an artist. If it's out of your price range, say it. Don't start trash talking and be like, oh, you're worth too much, blah, 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 blah. You're not worth this price. Just say, hey, my budget's around this. I would still love something from you. Is there any way we can maybe work around it? Do you have other pieces in this, you know, my budget? If not, I would love to come back to you and have this piece when I have the money together. Can I finance it? Because you can finance art. There's different things here. Don't just, you know, just don't jump into the things that are going to be cheap and fast, which is what's going to be basically AI art now with the whole commercial industries and all that fucking nonsense. I feel this episode I was a bit all over the place and more of a rant, but I, I felt that I really had to say one thing and just kind of get this off my chest in general about AI. We're, we're probably definitely going to come back to this in several months to see where it is, but this is kind of just a, a little random notepad's worth of opinions, of art opinions on machine art and all that so once again if you're an artist out there and you are pouring your heart and soul into your work keep doing that sincerely like keep doing that that's what makes it beautiful you know find no don't be shy to try different avenues of expression you know you don't know what you're going to find and it could be something even more beautiful than you thought you know that's what it is to be an artist today it's to communicate it's to communicate with an audience through <laughs> my brain just exploded there it's a way to communicate by almost every single means you can with your hands with your words with your visions whatever there's so much you can do and that's exciting and that's so exciting there's no wrong answer to it you just got to find the right one that fits you know that you know you're finding your vocal cords essentially find your voice that's what i got to say to you about that, and now I'm probably going to go fuck around this Easter weekend with some... No, I'm probably going to buy the chocolate the next day because, uh, because yeah, that's, that's when it goes on sale. That's the real secret here. Those are the two big takeaways. Those are the big two big takeaways. Be authentic to yourself and buy discounted chocolate from next week for, for Easter. That's it. Always the same thing goes for Valentine's Day and Christmas. Get the discounted chocolate. So I hope this episode made some sense to you and maybe, you know, uh, has you thinking about AI art differently. Uh, remember, if you enjoy my little rants and ravings here, five stars on wherever you're listening to this. Helps people find my podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast at Oil the Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at Armando Cabba. Probably going to have some guests in because I do like talking to people. It's fun. And uh, if you have any opinions about this, please send me an email, oilthepodcast at gmail.com. Get in my DMs about it. Happy to learn more and see what you think, basically, about all this. Because I'm just one guy, and this is my opinion, and I decide to hit record with a microphone in my hand. So I hope you guys are well. I'll talk to you again soon. Lots of love. Bye-bye.